yeah. I brought the enemy right in the house. So <laughs> from, from your side, what would you advise the, the marketing professionals, how, like the things that they, they should do more of, things that they should stop doing, like things that they could learn about mm -hmm. digital marketing so they, they, they would be able to deliver better digital projects. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast. And today I have a very special guest here with me, uh, virtually, of course. It's Jazzy Naim, a very old dear friend that I invited here. He has a very strong and good background around digital marketing. So I'm picking his brain to share with you a bit of his experience on digital marketing. And I hope you to learn a lot from his learnings and all the experience he, he has, not only here in Dubai, but back in London where he is right now. So yeah, welcome Jazz. And you can start saying, talking about a, a bit of, about your background. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you, Rudy. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome. To, I think I firstly want to say uh, thanks to Rudy for creating this uh, content masterclass for us and uh, bringing this together for us, which I think is, uh, is something really, really nice that he's doing for the Middle East region. Um, so, yeah, guys, look, um, I've, um, I've been working in digital for, what, eight, nine years now. Um, I've primarily, most of that time has been spent agency side. Um, working, working with multiple clients in different industries across different channels to build websites, apps, and address all sorts of different mark, di digital marketing challenges. Um, a little bit about me. So, I mean, look, I went, I went to university in Winchester. I studied law. I decided that was really boring, and I left. Um, and that's I, uh, that's cool. Coming <laughs> to law and and then jumping yeah. into digital marketing. Yeah, no, I, I remember I, uh, when I was in my second year of my course, I just Googled how to become a social consultant. And <laughs> that was what I wanted to be, a social consultant. And then I just, I got an internship at a tiny agency in Brighton. I did a year working on Toyota, looking at social marketing and measurement and conversation analysis and brand strategy and all sorts of stuff um, as an account executive. And then I never really looked back. Um, I've been managing projects digital projects of multiple sizes and shapes yeah for the last seven eight years um, i've worked on automotive accounts i've worked with fmcg clients i've worked with retail clients where there's been pharmacy and and kind of healthcare projects and then obviously my time i spent two years in dubai part of that living with rudy for a long time and <laughs> uh, you know, um, working Fun with, time. <laughs> yeah working with proximity bbdo on on on, a, on multiple different clients across the Middle East region, but um, yeah, I think um, it, it's definitely been something that um, I've really enjoyed. I've enjoyed really enjoyed being a project manager. I've really enjoyed working in the digital agency space, and I think um, something me and Rudy really bonded over. I think in our various yeah, yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> workout sessions, we really, <laughs> we always bouncing ideas off each other. Um, and so and that's brought me back here to today. So um, I'm, I'm now back in London working for an agency here, delivering uh, all sorts of diff different kinds of digital projects. And I've, um, it's, been, it's been really cool and I've learned a lot along the way. Right, and, really? and, and why, why that move? Like uh, you, you came from a, a strong market, the London market, and came to Dubai. Like first question, why you came to Dubai? 
And then yeah. two years later, you just went back, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> that was it. So the job done, wrapped up. And yeah. no, it's, and it's a really good question. I think at the time that I made the move to Dubai, um, it was a, a point in my career where I kind of experienced and seen the UK market and how mature it was um, with all of the different clients and types of projects that we were doing. And there was an opportunity for me when the Dubai role came up to go out and experience something that, you know, at that time in my mind was like something completely new and something that, that not really a lot of people from the agency world, especially at my age and in my, in my position from a project management perspective, um, I'd ever spoken to or, or experienced. Um, and so it, it was an opportunity for me to really come out to Dubai, obviously to experience a new culture and a new way of life and a new way of working and living, but at the same time work with a market that I'd probably say is more reactive and generally actually faster paced than London with, with clients that actually, when you, when you look, really look into it, they, they want to do innovative things, but they just don't know how. And, and that's where the expertise of the, the experience that I picked up in the UK really came in and where I really thought I could use that to help shape different projects and help deliver different kinds of experiences. Um, and to do that somewhere like Dubai obviously would, would just be amazing, right? Um, and so, it's I mean, that was a big game in the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Dubai. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that was one of, one of the key reasons. I mean, there were, other, there were other reasons as well. There was, you know, there's, <laughs> I won't go too much into them, but the great weather and tax-free yeah. salaries and all sorts of stuff and classic cards and, yeah, you know, yeah. a, a great, a lifestyle that you've never really... Yeah. You've never really nice uh, L4, how was the name? L4, yeah, oh, my Lexus <laughs> You'll have to, Rudy, you'll have to put a picture of that. <laughs> you still got the video uh, of me driving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm calling you with all my joy and all my love is feeling good. Yeah, it was, in a nutshell, I, I think it was really an opportunity to come to a market that I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think a lot of people say it's volatile and I don't think it is volatile. I think it's just it, people in Dubai, companies and clients and agencies in Dubai, just, they work at a different pace. And at pace like that, delivering work is so different to what you would do on a traditional or a day-to-day project. And that's, and that's, you know, that's exciting. That's different. That's something that as a, as a project manager, as a, as a delivery person, is always good to have the breadth of experience of. So that was a big reason why I came over. Nice. And uh, how do you see the, the Middle East uh, in terms of marketing, especially digital marketing development, like, uh, mm. and especially compared to London. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. No, and it's, it's a really good question, really. Um, from my experience, there's, there's definitely a thirst and a want for clients that I worked with to do things the right way and to do things from a best practice perspective for SEO, for, analytics for uh, for general digital advertising there's definitely the clients want to do that the right way but there's i think for me the biggest gap that i saw was that there was a real lack of knowledge behind how that worked so i'll give you i'll give you an example for, um when it comes to things like keyword keyword searches and ranking there, there, there's some basic rationale that goes but goes into how the google algorithm 
works and how it's set up. Um, and there's a lot of knowledge that I think comes with running those kinds of projects that clients, unfortunately, at the, at the time, either weren't being explained or they weren't, didn't have the time to actually sit down with the experts to go through how it worked. And I yeah. think there's partly, I think, the biggest thing for me in terms of the gap, I think, is just an education piece. I think do, that, do, you think, do you think this lack in, in knowledge, uh, it comes only from the client side or from, from the agent side you experience? as well this I, kind of uh i think it's a i think it's a combination of both actually i think a lot of um <laughs> you have a lot of agency people who claim to know what they're doing but actually when you drill down into the specifics of how things work it's stuff they've just researched on the internet and are yeah, just talking about. not actually you know done a campaign or a project where they've delivered something in that way and at the same time it's I think in Dubai, because we're working so quickly that there isn't the time for agency people to sit down and do the research and do the work and apply the due diligence because before you know it, the campaign's live and we need to, we need to move on to the next thing. And at the same time, the same time pressures apply with clients. I feel like a lot of the clients I worked with out in the Middle East, there was internal pressures. There was, there was budget constraints. I mean, even along with all of that, there's sometimes there wasn't really a time, a time or a space to sit down with the real experts to find out exactly what to do and what the best thing to do was. Um, a lot of the time it was, right, this is what we need to do. This is how we need to get there. Let's go. And how can we get there as quickly as possible? And I think that time up front, whereas you, you'd probably hear in, in other markets around the world is, is seen as, as adding value. I think in yeah. Dubai, it's seen as maybe not, they realize that it adds value, but there's just no time for it, nor, there is, nor is there budget for it. So I think that was um, something that, yeah, Rudy, you're right. It's a combination of both, both agency and client side people. And I think just spending time up front, understanding and talking to the experts around what is best is really, really valuable. Um, even around basic things around how things are set up, be it for a website build, be it talking about the consumer experience, be it talking about best practices and competitors. Um, a lot of the time I found with a lot of projects that was missed out um, at the start. We went straight into execution. So yeah, you can now yeah. get naturally teething problems when you do things like that. Yeah, true. And, and as you were getting to the, the relationship with the clients and, and the projects that you were handling, uh, what were the, the biggest challenges you used to face? Like budgets or did they, they, they don't understand the, the timelines that uh, a digital project takes. They usually think a digital project can come in and like within a week, it's done, it's ready. So what are the biggest <laughs> challenges you, you used to face with clients on understanding and, and, and really uh, uh, giving the, the right value to digital projects? Really, I think there was probably an underlying theme to a lot of the client projects and a lot of the things that I did where the ask was like, for example, we have a new campaign. We want to build a microsite that shouts about the brand and the campaign and what we're doing and that, and that's fine. But a lot of the time I found that everything was driven by senior people in client side roles, CMOs, CTOs, CEOs, where it was, it was, it was so focused on the brand and what the company wanted to do that, the actual user experience and consumer experience was something that was always an afterthought. Mm. Um, and I found that 
one of the biggest challenges and one actually one of the most important things was actually spending time with people doing things like user research, doing things like user testing, working for a short period of time, building prototypes to test ideas and concepts for different types of projects. So for a website, for an app, for a marketing campaign, to actually really use, use case them and actually see, are people going to come to the site? Is, is someone going to download this app and use it? Like what's going to happen when we go live? Like how are people going to, what, what's the journey for these different kinds of people coming to these different experiences? What, why are they coming? And that was probably a theme across, an underlying theme across all of the projects that I did in that it was, Dubai was, is, and Dubai projects and Dubai clients are so focused on making sure that the brand and the brand image and the brand tone and everything that is to do with the brand is presented in a way that everyone internally is going to like it and sign it off yeah. that sometimes the consumers and the users got forgotten and were right left to right to the end of the experience. That was yeah, one of the biggest challenges. Yeah. And advocating CX and UX is something that I know is like big words and, and like <laughs> buzzwords that are thrown around a lot. And I think that the value to them, understanding the value behind why that's important and understanding the value behind why doing that work is important is something that wasn't really wasn't really high on the priority list for a lot of senior people in Dubai. Maybe that's the nature of the way that Dubai runs and the Dubai operates. Maybe it's the nature, maybe it's just the pace at which they work that they sometimes for a lot of projects, if they're not set up that way, there's just no time. But that was definitely yeah. one of the challenges, I think. Along with that, uh, time and budget, I think with any project and any, anywhere, anywhere around the world is uh, always going to be an issue. I think um, Dubai... Yeah, you're right. Uh, I feel that uh, like uh, here it's a very fast pace and people just get the, want to get the, the, the project done. Like yeah. I have this uh, on my hands. I need to uh, finish five pro projects this year and like um, whatever the, the outcome um, yeah, what's the outcome? I just need to get it done and fulfill my budget and, and move on. Um, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right, Rudy. I think one of the other things that I found was that <laughs> there seems to be, in Dubai, there, seemed, there was definitely a culture and there was definitely a way of working which I think was geared towards ensuring that the more time that you spent doing something, the better it would be. Um, and I think that because we weren't doing the research or because we weren't spending the time up front for a lot of our projects that sometimes we spend ages and ages and ages. And when it gets to review, when it gets to the time to sign it off, even though we spent all of that time, it didn't really necessarily mean we built, we built a great product or built or designed a great experience. Um, and I think there's a mindset that the more time and money you put into something, the better it will be. And that's something that is again, underlying in projects in Dubai that, yeah, I think it's maybe a cultural thing, perhaps. Maybe it's just the way that projects are run, but that also was was challenging in balancing that client need for spending, wanting something that's very high quality versus the agency mindset of if we work late and spend loads of time on this, it'll be perfect. And that wasn't the case a lot of the time. So it was a, that was a real tricky balance to find with a lot of projects. Yeah. And um, as you got into the challenge that you face, uh, we can jump into the, the biggest fight in the, the marketing world, that the agency side and the client side. And yeah. I brought the enemy right in the house. So <laughs> from, 
from your side, what would you advise the, the marketing professionals, how, like the things that they, they should do more of, things that they should stop doing, like things that they could learn about <laughs> digital marketing so they, they, they would be able to deliver better digital projects? Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, um, it's a really good question because I think a lot of the time clients pick agency partners and they pick um, people to work with based on relationships. And that's a good thing, actually. It should be based on relationships. And that's really because you need to work with people on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. But I don't think that enough rigor or enough auditing or benchmarking takes place across the whole of the market. There's probably a handful, right? A very strong, very well-established agency players who have the majority of the relationships. And due to the strength of those, a lot of the clients say, yeah, actually, you know what? We worked with these guys for five years. They're, they've been doing work for us. We, you know, it's been okay. We don't really, we, our, our, our CMOs are happy. We, we've got the budget. Let's just carry on. Um, and I don't think there's enough time that, or enough time spent on introspection and retrospection and, looking at the work that's been done and how effective it's been and what, what have we spent and how much of that we spent and what are we getting for our, our, our ROI. Um, I think it's definitely been happening more um, during the pitch process for new projects, but yeah, auditing, auditing and benchmarking for different types of projects across the industry. Um, yeah, that's very the true. Market, that, I, I, I've been... I've been in both sides and the agency yeah. side and the client side. And now from the client side, I see a lot of companies just, they either rely on the agency, they fully trust, they don't question anything. They just like, okay, you recommend me to do this. So I'm going to do it. And the other side as well, like uh, uh, companies that's like, oh, I know what I'm doing and I want you, the agency to do exactly what I want you to do. Like no matter if you think it's right or wrong. So I, uh, Again, I think you're right. Uh, it, it, it takes a bit of uh, this uh, relationship and auditing and questioning the things that you're doing and creating, getting metrics and ROIs in yeah. place to, to really measure whatever you're doing if you're going the right way, the, the, the objective that you want to reach. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, that's, and that's really, really important. I think another thing that um, perhaps clients in Dubai are missing is that there's definitely. Uh, the, definite, the, the definite feeling that I got was that if you were considered an expert in your field, that it was if a, an expert, a CX expert or a project expert or, you know, development expert were saying, look, like, of course we can do anything for you, Mr. Client, but <laughs> it's going to be client again, it's gonna, you're going you're gonna to need to think about this and you're going to need to think about if you can get us these assets or you can, you know, all of these risks and, you, you know, all of that. They hear all of that, but all they hear is, yeah, we can do it. It's like, as you know, <laughs> there's a lot of things that go into, yeah, we can do it, but all of these things. And I think sometimes, even though agencies are considered the experts and agencies are, look, we can do whatever we want for you, there needs to be a reality check at some point where clients realize that for what they're paying and what they're getting and what they think they're going to get isn't actually worth it. And they need to make a decision to stop and to reevaluate if, if it's scope or if it's what actually the business requirement is and revisit that realistically because everything is so time-driven, anything can be achieved. 
you can yeah. pull enough resource and time and people and anything from YouTube. Absolutely, absolutely. But whether or not it answers the business need is something that doesn't come from just one client. It doesn't just come from one agency expert. It needs to come from it needs to come from the people. It needs to come from the users and the consumers. And it needs to come. It needs to be a consensus. And it needs to be real research behind it. So, I think that's a lot of the time with a lot of clients. I found that let's just find a way to do it. Let's get it done. Yeah. And you get it done, but then it's still not a success. And then that's where you really get tripped up. So I think there's again, I keep I'm banging on about the consumer and UX and human centered thinking, but it's really, really important and it, it takes time. That's, that's what I'd say to clients. It takes time. It takes money in it. And sometimes yeah. it's, it, yeah, it's something that you can't really just step over or avoid. Um, and it's yeah, really I, important. I always hammer on, on that. Like uh, people need to stop thinking about the technology or AI or whatever new things we have in hands, but like focus on the, on the, the, the customer, like uh, just, uh, listen them what they, they have to say the, the yeah. feedback and the, the experience no matter the, the tool you're using if you're using such an advanced bot ai bot or whatever but just listen <laughs> sometimes uh, simple is simple is the best way but i think sometimes that could just be forgotten and it's like how do we get to what we need as quick as we can <laughs> yeah yeah just jump into the, the new trend yeah it's a mindset it's a mind it's a mindset and i think it's also a culture and and slowly with time with expertise and best ways of working and people from abroad coming to dubai bringing the best practices with them it will get embedded within clients and agencies but um it's a really fast moving market and i think in some ways to summarize it in some ways in some technology and some projects it beats london and the states and some of the really cool ai and virtual reality and accelerator stuff that the guys in Dubai do but then in some ways it's like well half the time they're empty and no one goes there so what's the what's the point of doing all of that is there a simpler way to do it so yeah yeah true I, I see Dubai like we always say like Dubai likes to be the first one in many things like the, the tallest building in the world or whatever <laughs> like new technology but yeah sometimes I see a, a big lack and and uh, like a few steps behind the, the overall uh, more European and the, the American markets, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think we we'll get there. And and yeah. and, and from from the, the the good side, it's a big opportunity for who wants you to grow here in the region because there are a lot of opportunities to grow still. Absolutely, you're absolutely right, Rudy. I think um, the 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 one great thing that I really admired about with Dubai was the hunger and the thirst and the economic backing from both the government as well as investors, as well as the, 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 the power behind technology. I think Dubai recognizes and realizes that tourism and oil and everything that has powered Dubai, you know, traditionally has changed massively over the last 10 years. And it recognizes that technology is the way forward. And it yeah. recognizes that different uses of that through different kinds of projects, products, apps, and services that's the way forward and that's the future. And there's much, there's huge opportunity there for the people with the right, the right skill set and the right understanding of the strategy behind why to do something. So I, I and, completely and, agree with you. And digital markets is right in the center of the hurricane. Like uh, whatever technology you need, you want to implement, you need a good digital marketing strategy to, to connect all of those and, and deliver a good experience. 
at the end of the day, they're the, the consumers are the ones that are paying for everything, right? They're the ones yeah. we're selling to, they're the ones we're buying from, they're the ones that we want to use all of these digital services. And right at the heart of it, exactly like you said, really is marketing. Um, and that is something that just can't just be based on a whim. There needs to be a real thought and rigor around it. So yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that point. Yeah, and we were discussing before the call uh, about the market here. You probably have uh, a lot of friends here in uh, the agency side. And after almost one year uh, with COVID, like, uh, how do you feel the market? Like, uh, even compared to London, we probably heard from uh, from friends here in Dubai losing their jobs. Uh, agencies really shrinking their their uh, their staff. Yeah, uh, like, absolutely. Uh, you're, look, I think, I think it's a, a, a story of two sides. I think in Dubai, from everything that I've heard and seen from speaking to friends, it's, it's incredibly tough. Um, there is, clients are tighter with budgets. There's less work to go around. There's definitely more conservatism around where money and marketing money is spent. It's, it's spent best on where people think, where clients think that people are going to come and use their services and what they want to what they want to sell to be honest uh, uh, if you hear the news everyone's talking about e-commerce digital marketing oh it's growing so much everyone is happy <laughs> but come on let's let's face the reality it's reality, not that way yeah, everyone is pulling the, the, the money back yeah absolutely because it's it's a big investment for the clients to build an e-commerce site for clients to build you know a digital physical offering for clients to do some of this cool stuff and without the right the right thinking and strategy and not even that the hunger in, in the market everything's like, like like with covid and everything's happened like for months and months we were locked down and no one was leaving their houses so how much are they gonna go out and want to experience some of the things that dubai is so famous for so you're absolutely right from what i've seen and heard in the dubai market it's um it isn't as <laughs> as glitzy and, and uh, as like free-flowing as a lot of people would think it would be it is a tough market and it is a very challenging market that's why when you do get the right experience and strategy and product to cut through it's really really effective but that there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of things to cut through to do that. And likewise here in London, it's, um, I think the same applies. Um, clients are more picky now that clients want to know what, how much they're paying and what they're getting and what the value return is they're getting on their investment with their marketing budgets is they want to know like how many people are coming to their site, how many people are clicking yeah, through yeah. their ad, how much they're per penny and per pence and percent, how much they're spending and what they're getting back for that. Because, they have to reassess what they can spend their budgets on. Um, and I think that's just going to change with, with remote working and doing things virtually and less business meetings. And now realizing that we like, even like me and you, we're doing this over zoom and it's, you know, you're halfway around the world. I don't need to jump on a, on a flight to come and see you and have a conversation and do a video. We can do this now. Just, just us. So I definitely think that it's COVID is a lot of the time we always talked about digital transformation and client, we need to transform. But actually uh, I read recently that actually it's not that COVID has been digital transformation and COVID has caused digital transformation to speed up. Um, yeah. And I think that's absolutely true. And to be honest, if you compare mark, the traditional market with digital market, we've been always questioned on like a, 
how much we are getting out of this activity. If you are running digital marketing, you can measure you and you can prove me that you are bringing me money or not. Uh, and in the other side, the traditional market is uh, well known for like, uh, oh, I put the money on a billboard and like, I don't really care <laughs> how much money I'm getting because I, can, I can't measure. And I think the, the COVID just accelerated this process. Now everyone's yeah. like every single penny that you're putting behind a campaign, every single lead that you're getting, like how much money I'm getting out of it. Is it profitable? It's not. So we pull it off. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, that's where performance comes in. And it's, it's, yeah. um, I think the, the players in the performance marketing field at the moment have been very savvy and uh, I think are best placed um, to make the most out of this, uh, this crisis, which hopefully vaccine pending uh, will be, will, will definitely, it would, in any case, even with a vaccine will definitely mean a completely different way of working for both agencies and clients in the future. As we say here, inshallah. 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 <laughs> inshallah. <laughs> well, I, I ran out of questions here. I don't know if you want to add uh, any extra topic or well, any I think um, I think to all, to all of your listeners Rudy I think um, you did like kudos you did a really good job of helping to educate the the Dubai market and helping to just get your voice out there and I think it's really important with COVID and everything that's happened it's already a, a COVID result it was born yeah. with COVID <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and so I think people it's really important for people to share their experiences and it's really important to, for the experts to, to educate and, and raise awareness around what is the best thing to do. Uh, let, and, and let's do that because with COVID and everything that's happened, it means we all have to be more transparent with each other um, and ensure we help each other in the right way, both for our clients and, and for agencies. Sure. Thank you very Bye. much. And thank you for, for participating on this podcast. And, and hopefully we'll have way more things. We have a lot of things to catch up. And yeah, absolutely. We can't do the, the around the shisha vibe, but yeah. Yeah, we, we find our ways with Zoom. We'll find a way, Rudy. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll find a way. <laughs> Great. Thank, thank you very much for being you. here.